We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. You've waited all week, and now the wait is over. It's the only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk on WEEI.com. Here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Blind Mike. Now I'm just a naive boy. I really will believe anything you tell me. You know, if a, if a man in charge fat flashes his baby blues at me, appears to know what he's talking about, says anything with confidence, oh my, well, my goodness, you, whatever you want, sir, whatever you say, whatever you say goes. You sound like a doormat. So, I am in many ways. So when my producer, Jared, the voice you just heard, takes the reins of this program and he tells me, you know, the sound quality, it's everyone else's fault. I say, well, it's got to be true. Why would he lie to me? And then I do, uh, a little show called Late Night with Patrick Gilroy. And uh, Gilroy and uh, Matt the Marine, the producer in there, they all tell me, oh, no. He is pulling a fast one on you, my friend. It is one. They go, I, I, I do shows in there all the time, never have a problem. And I said, this, this can't be. Why would he make something up like this? And they assured me, all Jared's fault. How do you respond to this accusation? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Whatever. See? I literally could not now that care makes me, less. That makes me believe them. Quite honestly. I've been duped. Good, good. You know what? I've they been duped by this. You know what? They can believe you. You want to know what the problem really is, I'm sure, is the fact that you are kind of loud into that microphone. I am very loud. So I think that's the only problem. But that's, you know, that's my charm. But honestly. Say, oh, Mike's getting honest, riled up. Honestly, if it's if it's my fault, whatever, dude. Gilroy. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. You seen this? Matt the Marine, I need you, buddy. I need a guy that cares. Yep, there you go. Come on in here. You want to come in here every Thursday? <laughs> Mike doesn't pay you. <laughs> oh, go not ahead. this again. <laughs> not this, not this again. <laughs> Mike doesn't pay you. No, no, Entercom. no. I'll a, be I'm not Mike Entercom, for Christ's sake. I'm mean? not going to explain that to anyone else. No, no. You shouldn't make rent every month. You should just pay me. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what you should do. <laughs> yeah, that cocksucker. Um, well, folks, if you've been, uh, I'm sure, I don't know if you can hear me or not due to these overmodulated mics. But if you can make out what I'm saying, I'm very uh, confused. <laughs> because it's my understanding that the biggest story from this weekend was tennis. Everywhere I went, the NFL debuted its season this weekend. <laughs> and yet every time I, I turned on a, a sports program on Monday, they told me that the biggest story from the weekend was uh, Serena Williams yelled at someone. Serena Williams. Is that what I'm to understand? Yeah, she yelled at the ref. She took down a sexist, I hear. No, she did not. She, <laughs> the ref was refing. Yeah. She told. She, I hear he's a monster. Yeah, he warned. He warned her that there's no coaching in the stands in tennis, which you're not allowed to do. Right. Which her coach admitted to doing from the stands. So she yelled at him and she called him out for it. I guess just bitching at the ref. And then she called him a liar and a thief. Who's, she, who's he stealing from? Now, why do I care about this? Why am I supposed to... 
Why did they make it seem like America cared about this? Because she lost the match. She lost. Who gives a shit? I well, don't know what Serena Williams' record is. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I've never cared before. I'm sure she's lost before, I'm guessing. Yeah. I've never cared before. Why do I care today? She lost to the same person before. The reason I bring it up. A couple up months ago. Is because what fascinated me is that uh, a lot of people jumped right to sexism. This, this ref is a sexist. And I said, oh, shit, buddy. I love to I love to defame a good sexist when I can. I love to drag their name through the mud uh, based on anecdotal evidence. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm about. It I don't mind like... finding a a guy doing his job and just calling him a sexist. I'm all for it. So I do it, and I say, obviously Serena Williams was playing a man, and this guy called in favor of the man. I turn on the match, <laughs> and I say, now you know it's 2018. You know, different strokes for different folks. But to me, to these eyes, and I've got some weak peepers, but to these eyes, that doesn't look like a man that she's playing against. No. Why would this sexist, this horrible misogynist, why would he call in favor of some lady? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I didn't get. Is You think he showed up to work and he was like, oh, Am I man. yelling too loud? I, I hate no, no, no. I think you're, I think you're good. Microphone. As far as my ears can tell through these headphones, okay. we're, all, we're all good. But who knows? By the time it's recorded, it could just sound like dog shit because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, no, I, don't get, I didn't get that. Where it was like, this guy's... And, uh, what, do you what, think what he we, showed up to work and was like, oh, my God, there's no men here? What was she, play, what was she yelling at him? Do we have her, her little rant? Um, she kind of turned it into a... You know, there's a weird thing... Happening in America, uh, because years ago, I think it was like ten, fifteen years ago, John McEnroe said that Serena Williams is the best female tennis player in the world, and she's probably the two hundredth best overall. You know, there's probably two hundred guys better than her, but she's the best female. And Serena Williams agreed with that statement at the time. Then John McEnroe said it in an interview again, like three years ago. And Serena Williams came out and said, I'm, you know, I'm offended by this. I'm a, I'm a mother and, uh, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how that came up. He didn't say you were a bad mother. Yet she mentioned that for some reason. So there's a thing going on where all this uh, political correctness and pointing fingers and blaming people, that's now turned into an excuse to just call anyone a sexist. And I think you hear a little bit of that in uh, Serena Williams' rant against this ref. If we have it. Demanding an apology from him for the insinuation that she had cheated, that was coaching going on. Again, any player, they're going to bear the blame when it's the person in the player box who is actually accused of of something. Serena was... What the hell is this? What the hell was that? You can barely hear it. It's, it's in the very background of that where you can just hear her yelling. It's just like in the NFL when you hear the players like uh, swearing okay. on the field. Wasn't that, I thought there was a clearer version of her yelling like, I'm a mother. How, <laughs> how dare you do this to me? <laughs> do we have that? No? no? It's not a big deal. Everyone's heard it by now anyways. Um, but there's a, there's a thing where it's like, well, now I can just say I'm a victim and people are going to buy it. As I'm long as you're not this shit. As, <laughs> as long as you're not a uh a you know, a straight white guy. No. As Reamer has defined us in this room. No, that's a crime. Apparently. Us. We can't say that. But anyone else, and you're smart if you do it. I'm not even wagging my finger. I think you're you're smart to do it. Cuz you can get away with a lot of shit. 
You can get away with cheating in a tennis match. I don't know tennis. I don't know if she was cheating or not. But is it out? Imagine any other sport. Imagine, you know, imagine, let's, let's look at baseball. We all know a lot of cheating goes on in baseball. Imagine uh, tomorrow night, J.D. Martinez bat breaks, and they find cork in the bat. And he said, ah, how dare you? I am a father. <laughs> I am an American citizen. How dare you accuse me of cheating when you just saw me do it? <laughs> Can you imagine the, 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 what we would call him if he did something like that? I don't know if J.D. Martinez is actually a father or not, but you see my analogy. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Um, so just the, to, to go there, to be caught cheating, like the guy saw it. <laughs> Why he, would he? Why would he make it up? Dude did his job. Right. <laughs> he told you to or, stop. Or, no. At at worst, he made a bad call. Right. Which that doesn't make you a, a misogynist. No. It just like, <laughs> whatever think, it happens. I don't think. But at worst, he made a bad call. So to respond to that, hey, buddy, I am a mother. <laughs> oh, how you dare you? Never mind. Then I take it back. Never mind. But the amazing thing is the people calling this guy. They're like. <laughs> Not even the people straight up calling him a sexist. Is I would see sh- shit on. Uh, I forgot you could curse here for a second. Uh, I see shit on like Sports Center and things. Is he a sexist? You see blog posts with that title. Is the ref a sexist? Wait, are you serious? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not on. I shouldn't say on Sports. Center, I mean, I did. But see, you see it on blogs and stuff. I did see on Twitter that is uh, this man. Is there misogyny <laughs> happening in tennis? I did see on Twitter that someone that the New York Post had two two articles. It was yeah. Serena melts down and. Who is whoever the hell that GM is or the manager for the Yankees got in the face of the ump and it just says, Boone. yeah, Boone argues call. It's like, how sexist of the New York Post. It's like, you know, I just think they didn't want to use meltdown all the time. Well, also, it's also a thing of they, they would say John McEnroe meltdown in his famous rant. Yeah. How many times are going to bring up John McEnroe today? But it's a thing of you see managers yell at umpires all the time. So it's not that crazy a thing. Whereas a tennis player yelling at a ref, you have audio of it. <laughs> and it's interesting. It's unique. It's the only time I've ever. The only two things I know about tennis are this and John McEnroe. Right. Those are the only times I've given a shit about tennis in my life. But the amazing thing is, like, is that is this guy? Are there sexist undertones to this guy's call? And then you look across the court, and you see a twenty-year-old girl playing <laughs> against Serena Williams. It's like what? He's not calling in favor of a man. I don't get, <laughs> explain this to me. He's just telling you to stop cheating. I don't understand. So, you know, every time I seem to think maybe the old, the old spectrum's coming back towards the good guys and the, and the good gals. It just goes swinging uh, right back the other way. Right. And they got one of the greats this week. Not got. Nothing really happened. But uh, they tried taking down a, a genuinely a genius, like a, co- a comedic genius. Uh, Norm MacDonald, one of the greats ever. And uh, he's had a show. It's bounced around. It was on, like, Hulu for a little while. Is it the same show? And then it was just on YouTube. I don't know if it's – I don't think it's exactly the same. Um, but anyways, he had, so he had – his show on YouTube was awesome. I uh, watched every episode, I think. And all it was like there was an opening, not even really a skit, like a little obviously scripted – bit between him and his co-host. Uh, and then there would be a long-form interview for about an hour. And then they would end on jokes. And it wasn't just, like, talk show monologue jokes. There were some, like, 
there were some topical jokes, some uh, like street jokes, like shit that's been around forever, and some like observational stuff, shit that obviously Norm and his writers came up with, and they would do that, and then the show would be over. It was a, an amazing show because Norm's a great talker; like he can talk to anyone and make it funny and interesting. Uh, so, and I always thought, you know, it's amazing to me that with all those dumb fucking late night shows, no one's given Norm a shot. Not, it doesn't even have to be CBS or NBC, even like AMC or FX or any of those. None of them could give Norm a show. It goes back to his days when he was blacklisted from SNL. I guess, yeah. They're, they're afraid of him. You know what the amazing thing is? Is Norm got fired from SNL for making jokes about O.J. Simpson. So it's like, <laughs> you were defending, this man was making fun of a murderer that got away. <laughs> and that, you're, that's off limits. You're not allowed to do that, apparently. I guess so. Yeah. So, uh, but Nor- Norm's a brilliant guy, and I've always thought that show should have gotten picked up somewhere. Um, I remember when Craig Ferguson left the show after Letterman. I thought Norm should have replaced Letterman, honestly. Um, I mean, Colbert is getting he – w- he wouldn't have gotten the ratings Colbert gets because he's in a more obscure – you have to have a brain in your head to like Norm and Colbert, other than the political stuff, that's just kind of mindless bullshit interviews. Um, well, that's what all the late-night shows are. That's what it all – It's just well, that, easy, to t- easy to take in. So that's what I said about this Norm thing. I said that probably the best thing that happened is him getting kicked off the Tonight Show because that did a lot – that gave him a lot more press than him fucking thumb-wrestling Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> for a few YouTube views. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot more people know he has a Netflix show now. So anyways, I, for, I, I've always thought he should have a show. Finally, he does on Netflix. And judging by the trailer, it's relatively similar. There were a couple of clips where I couldn't tell if he has like a panel of guests. Um, but regardless, it's his show. Letterman's executive producing it. Um, looks like it's going to be very good. So he's doing a bunch of interviews. To promote the show, he does one with the Hollywood Reporter, and they ask him about uh, Roseanne because Norm. A lot of people don't know this. Norm started on Roseanne. He was a writer for Roseanne. I think at the same time as SNL, maybe or maybe just before he was on SNL. Um, he was a writer for Roseanne, and uh, now he you know he has a relationship with her. Uh, he's had her on his show before. So he said that he's uh, close with her, and he's called her through the whole thing. You know, Roseanne lost her show because of a tweet. He's talked to her through that, and he said she doesn't sound good. He was concerned about her. And there's a thing now if uh, – so I don't know Jared that well, but I, we've become friends. Yeah, I would say last, so. Yeah, the last year or so. Um, so – if something came out that sounded out of character about Jared, or he said something on dumb on Twitter or whatever the fuck, and people were now telling me, Jared's a racist, <laughs> I would say, oh, well, oh, no, he is, and I know him. Right. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I actually know you, and these people don't. Uh, and then if they start giving me proof, I'd say, oh, you know, that's really not the guy I know. Maybe he's different when he's not around me, but that's just not the guy I know. What they would want me to do... <laughs> Is what, what society would want me to do is say, what a piece of shit. I've, you know, I always hated this guy. And finally, I've got the balls to say it. Oh, thanks, man. It's, so that, that's what they would like Norm to do to Roseanne. They say, ah, she was always a cunt. I always hated her. Which is amazing because anyone else 
if they said that about their female boss, would then be dragged through the mud themselves. So the Hollywood Reporter asked this in hopes that Norm says something controversial. And apparently he did by saying, you know, Roseanne was a friend of mine and uh, it's kind of sad to see someone go through this. And when he said and he and he, he talked about Louie and he said, you know, I know Louie as well. And uh, I put them in touch with each other because Louie wanted to talk to Roseanne. And Norm's point was that uh, there are very few people in the world who ever experienced what they've experienced. And what he means is, and it's just it, that's just a fact. There's no, there's no. I don't know how there's any arguing that. Like, how, how could he say that? Well, because it's just a, a statement of fact. <laughs> it's just true. And what he means is there are only so many people that have tweeted something dumb or had an article written about them, and in one day lost everything. Because even when, you know, fucking, look, look at how long Watergate took <laughs> to fucking play out. You know what I mean? No, it's, it, now it just happens in hours. Where you tweet something dumb, or even you do something wrong and an article is written about it, and you don't get a chance to explain yourself or anything, it happens in a day. Not, not saying Roseanne and Louie are right in what they did. It's just saying very few people have that experience. And then what Norm said is, he goes, even the victims don't have that experience. That's not saying, well, fuck them. <laughs> That's saying they, they, even those people can't relate to that. It's just a different thing. Again, a statement of fact. Now, apparently what people want that to mean is, well, Norm is applauding them for what they've done. <laughs> and it's like, no, Norm's just a bright guy that can see two sides of a thing and say that, hey, these people might have done shitty things. That's an experience that they have in common. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know why now we need everyone to just say, wow, what a scumbag. (laughs) You know what I mean? How about having an original thought? So anyways, it's fine to call Norm a piece of shit if that's what you think about him. Whatever. I wouldn't agree with it, but terrific. Uh, So he was supposed to be on The Tonight Show the other night. And NBC decided Norm was the scourge of society. Mind you, they've had, like, Suge Knight has been on The Tonight Show. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? So Norm McDonald's Like, genuine criminals have been on The Tonight Show. Genuine pieces of shit. Uh, Norm had an opinion. Not even really an opinion. <laughs> had an idea. Like, a thought that people didn't like. And he's not allowed on? What a mess. What a mess what these pussies. networks have become. Jesus Christ. What pussies. Like, Jesus, really? Um, unless the only thing I could think of is that what they're saying is, well, Jimmy Fallon can't handle this. You know, if they wanted him on and to talk about it, they're like, well, Jimmy Fallon's not, but then have him on a different fucking show. Don't say what they did is say, Norm is a guy that we can't condone having on our air. (laughs) It's like, what cunts, what pieces of shit? Everything. They just want everything to be gumdrops and lollipops for the forever now i guess well, that's they, yeah. whatever offends people whatever people they might had, not agree with they don't want it on they had a sexual predator hosting their morning show for years they had a liar hosting the news a guy who made up stories was their main nightly news anchor but norm's a hunk of shit that can't be on the air congratulations <laughs> so you're taking that voice away yeah, they're like doing... a, a, a brilliant voice like that um 
So Norm went on Stern yesterday and just explained, like, no, obviously I don't. <laughs> obviously I don't think they have it worse off than Louis's victims. <laughs> I'm saying it's an experience that only those two can really talk about and a few other people, which is just a fact. Um, and, you know, Norm went on. This is kind of what bummed me out is, like, Norm went on to say, he's like, hey, I, you know, I have women in my life that have gone through sexual abuse and all kinds of horrible things, and obviously I'm not trying to lessen what they've been. You shouldn't even have to say that. <laughs> we shouldn't make you tell us that there are women in your family that have been through abuse. Or if you say the word retarded on Twitter, we shouldn't make you talk about people in your family uh, with mental disabilities. We should, you, we should just say, hey, you know what? We don't know what this guy's deal is. <laughs> How about we have a fucking conversation with him if we feel this strongly about it? It's again like what we said last week. If you think Milo Yiannopoulos is this fucking dangerous, this edgy voice that's that's getting people on his side, just have him on and expose him. That's all it takes. Which is what Bill Maher did. So if you really think Norm's a monster, have him on and expose him. The problem is they know Norm is not a monster. So they know they can't do that. They know if they have him on... And say, why are you in favor of sexual abuse? He'll say, well, I'm not, you fucking moron. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, who would be in favor of that? And they know Norm would handle it brilliantly. So they say, what can we do? We can tell NBC to take him off. We can uh, beg Netflix to take his show down, which luckily Netflix didn't do. Um, And that's how they win against these people. They, They attack the weakest companies. And luckily Netflix isn't one. It doesn't seem to be one. They didn't put Louis' new special up, but they left his old one up. And it's like, we can't, that, that I understand. Um, so Netflix is the one place that's kind of been, uh, uh, when their guys are hit with controversies like this, uh, they've kind of stood their ground. And it's like, for NBC, the only, the only reason I would ever watch The Tonight Show or Kimmel or any of those is if Bill Burr, Maybe Howard Stern, but not even really anymore. And Norm MacDonald were guests because they're the the best talk show hosts. I mean, talk show guests. <laughs> so it's like you've taken one of the greatest guests of all time and been like, well, we can't have this guy on because he had a thought <laughs> that we didn't like once. That's fucking terrifying. This is getting worse. That whole idea that you can't offend people or yeah. you can't. I don't disagree know. is getting way worse. I, I, the reason I, the, my, my fear is that I keep talking about this shit and I go down a rabbit hole where I'm the next fucking Alex Jones, but for political correctness. And in five years, I'm talking like this and I, <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> railing against political correctness. That's my worry. But the reason I keep talking about it is that I hope that I, I truly believe that. 80%, 75% maybe, of the population agrees with what I'm saying. In some form. Maybe not 100%. But basically, I think most of the population either says, leave Norm on the Tonight Show, or hey, who gives a fuck? Let him explain himself. Or Norm's a genius, or whatever. It's some version of that. Whereas it's the real minority that say, this man is a monster who shouldn't be heard from. So if that's my real belief that the majority of the population uh, thinks that way, then I feel like it's my job to keep saying, hey, instead of saying, instead of being a pussy and saying, like, hey, you know, that's the climate, 
That's what he should have known. That's what's going to happen. Just say no. That's wrong. Because <laughs> if we all, if everyone that thinks that 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 is wrong to kick Norm off that show, if everyone that thinks that said it, they wouldn't be doing it. So that's what I hope to instill somewhere along the line in my life. Uh, uh, I'm quite sure that I won't ever have that effect. I don't say that. But <laughs> maybe you could. Maybe someday. Um, on a lighter note, you had a problem. Let's trash some women now. <laughs> now that we've learned you're not supposed to do that. Uh, you had a problem with Beth Mowen. Oh, my God. What's Go, your, uh, what's wa- your beef with her? Uh, watching, okay, so watching the Monday Night Football game, I, it's ESPN. Uh, ESPN does not have the good broadcast booth ever. They're always bad. I thought McDonough and Gruden were fine. <sighs> they were okay. They, it, it, was, it really wasn't good. But Gruden's not great at it. <laughs> Apparently he's not. So great in his return as head coach either, but um, no, it just wasn't good. Her voice is awful. First off, see here's the that bomb. here's the thing I say is that I don't think her voice is worth like her, her the way she talks is annoying, but it's, it's no more annoying. Dave O'Brien does the same thing. All these fucking huckster broadcasters feel the need to talk like this, like professional broadcasters. And for whatever reason, I don't know if that's taught in broadcasting school. I went, but didn't pay attention. Uh, obviously. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. But for whatever reason, they tell you, to present, you have to enunciate all your words. And it's a thing that Stern did for years and Opie and Anthony made fun of for years. And, and uh, you know, uh, Kirk and Callahan make fun of now. It's been mocked for years, but for whatever reason, people still do it. But... With Beth Mowens, this is a thing that might actually be like a little bit of a sexist thing. I feel like you notice it more with Beth Mowens. Not a sexist thing. That's the wrong way to phrase it. Maybe. But like, not you in particular. Just like this society. Yeah, just <laughs> in general. Um, they hear that, and they've ne- they don't hear that on a woman ever. So no. they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but you're so used to hearing it on men that you don't call it out as much. Maybe. Yeah. But it's just, it was awful. And then... Aside from that, that was a little bit like her voice is annoying. Whatever I can usually I can get past that because I listen to freaking Chris Collinsworth. Her voice is a lot better than Jess Mendoza. Oof. Oh, I, <laughs> or Abby Chen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, could, to continue on, then when I, as I'm watching the game, I'm watching the plays, and she's talking about nonsense as the play's going on, and then she's calling the play like five seconds after it's do happened. Any, do we have any clips? Let's hear for the people that weren't watching Monday Night Football. Let's hear a little Beth Mallins. And the rookie quarterback, Sam Darnold, is going to get his hands on it quickly as the Jets will receive Todd Bowles back for his fourth season, looking to improve on back-to-back five-win seasons with the Jets. And he's brought in another new offensive coordinator to try and kickstart the franchise. Talking with him last night. Now, the way she's talking is weird. Where it's, the Jets will receive Todd Bowles. It's like everything's a run-on sentence. But again, that's a broadcast. That's a hack broadcaster thing. So there's a, like, Jess Mendoza is real bad at her job. Like, notably bad. Beth Mowens, I'll defend, and I don't often say this, especially based on the last thing we talked about, but I think there's a thing with Beth Mowens where she is getting a little more criticism because she's a woman. Only, and I only say that, not that she doesn't deserve to be criticized, it's that, most 
Jim Nance does the same. You know what I mean? Most broadcasters should be criticized, mocked and criticized like this. You know, actually, I've been saying it for years. You know, it's funny that you say that. mention Jim Nance. What I was talking to my buddy while I was watching the game, and I was just saying, oh, it sounds like she's just trying to imitate what Jim Nance does. Do but you like, do you like Romo? Be, I do like Romo. Yeah, I don't mind Romo. People get, I, I think people were getting on him because like he's... I think Romo does a good job, but he does tend to go into too much. To, he tends to get lost and go way too in-depth and yeah. get way too into it a little bit. Well, it's almost like, like he's doing a John about? Madden impression now, too, with the boom and pop and the writing with the... I noticed... Who gave him a teleprompter? Because <laughs> I noticed that on Sunday where he's fucking doodling and <laughs> I was like, okay, this is... <laughs> it's like, dude, know your audience. Fucking relax, man. <laughs> it's like you're going way above what the general... Public is going to get the Patriots did like a thirty four point eight rating in Boston. Yeah, that's crazy. That's good. That's good stuff. So it's like you know the where they talk about oh the kneeling has ruined the game. I think percentage wise, percentage wise, pretty much the same amount of people are watching football. It's just that not as many people are watching TV. Right. It's just people are cool a lot of people are honestly stealing the game. Uh, I live with a uh, Giants fan, and uh, we're watching the Patriots on the, on the TV, and he's watching the Giants on his laptop. And it's just an illegal stream. That's what I do. <laughs> He's just fucking <laughs> stealing it. You know what I mean? So a lot of people do that that don't want to pay for NFL Sunday ticket or whatever. Just steal it. <laughs> how do you how do you think I watched that? That's how I watched the Chiefs game. I didn't want to watch the freaking Cowboys again. Yeah, I'm tired of watching them. They're on nationally every week. So that whole ratings thing, I think, is like too much of we're trying to find a. Re- it's it's obviously the kneeling. It's got it's the kneeling. Too many people are kneeling. It's like well. No, you morons. Just look at the ratings of every single show that's on. All you have to do is it find a way. It gets less and less every year. You just got to find a way to track streams. It's right. not even that. It's like if someone pays for NFL Sunday ticket and they watch it on their computer, it's like find a way to Calculate track. that into the ratings. Yeah, instead yeah. of just going on the TV rating. Morons. So, um, speaking of hack broadcasters, I heard something. I want to end the show on this. A shorter one today. What do we have for time? My God. 29. Oh, wow. We're keeping quick, it. It's a quick one today. Yeah. Um, unless I spend 40 minutes on this. Uh, speaking of hack broadcasters, I heard something yesterday. And everyone, keep in mind, I heard it on NBC Sports Boston. I don't know where else it was played, which I feel like means I can play it. We can play. We're just going to play it anyway. You heard that, folks. Uh, so, I'm, I'm minding my business. Got a buddy over. We're watching uh, uh, Felger and Maz. And the only reason I watch that in the afternoons is because OMF isn't syndicated anywhere or uh, simulcast anywhere. If they were, I'd be watching that, baby. Love Ordway. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I'm watching Felger and Maz, and uh, on comes a commercial for Zolak. Uh, I'm sorry. That's not their names. On comes a commercial for Meathead and Fatso. Oh, it's so uncalled for. <laughs> so, so Meathead, mean. There's, a, there's a promotion for Meathead and Fatso. And I hear the call of the day. Uh, Reese and Malden on a pound of weed. What do you got, Reese? Hi, Reese. Hey, hey, what's happening, guys? Yeah, what's happening? What do you got? First off, first off, to get a good bag of weed, you got to find a pot dealer that sells a good bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> End it right there, Reese. Call of the day. You win. That's what the call the, of the day. What the fuck was that? <laughs> he's just trying to. He's just giving tips on I trying to get a good bag of weed. I don't blame Reese and Malden. 
Reese called up, much like Norm, <laughs> with a, just a fact, a thing, a thing that is true. Because basically, it, it would be like if I said, like, well, you're looking for good music, you need to find a good music label. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why is that funny? <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, get, I'm not, I'm not even saying I don't get the joke. I'm saying I don't think it was a joke. He stated a fact. Well, play it again. <laughs> because I, I, I just think a man is stating something. Reese, um, Reese and Malden on a pound of weed. What do you got, Reese? Hi, Reese. Hey, hey, what's happening, guys? Yeah, what's happening? What do you got? First off, first off, to get a good bag of weed, you got to find a pot dealer that sells a good bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> End it right there, Reese. Call him a day. You win. I'm I'm baffled. I, so I don't know. The setup for that was that I guess weed got delivered to the 98.5 studios. Yeah, it was like 28 pounds, like in a big box. Apparently, had been sitting there for like a month, and yeah. they finally opened it. Let's do four hours on that. Uh, to to not be able to make that interesting. And by the way, I listened to a little bit of it, trying to find. All I was trying to find was that call, and I had to sit through the droning on and on. We get it. You had weed delivered to your studio, but I found it. To be a little racist that they kept assuming it must have been Wiggy. <laughs> well, well, a little racist, my friends. Well, in fairness, it was, I'm pretty sure it was addressed to like 977 <laughs> <laughs> or 969. Yeah, yeah, even so. more. Jared's assuming, making a lot of assumptions. Oh, no. Um, no, so the, the, the premise for that is that weed was sent to the studio, and this guy calls up and says, in order to find a Good bag of weed. You have to find a pot dealer that sells a good bag of weed. Okay. What is the joke? Now, I don't like to deconstruct comedy. But I just want to know, where is that a joke? It's a statement of fact. He also said, first off, I think that was just, first was just off. leading off. I think. Right. Had, I don't think that was even like the premise of his <laughs> yeah. phone call. He goes, stop right there. Go, go out on top, my friend. You just walloped a home run. Out of the park. No need for further comment. <laughs> What what the fuck are you listening to, Beetle? <laughs> I my only guess is that those two are so I don't they probably don't like each other. So that they're they're so just checked out of that show that they thought a joke came and they're like, Well, time to laugh. We weren't listening. We better laugh and just sell the shit out of this <laughs> and act like it was fucking Rickles circa nineteen seventy eight. Because I, I, I don't understand how that created such laughter, such obvious, genuine laughter. Because you know, when you hear a, j- a mundane, let's call it a joke like that, you go, <laughs> please, stop, stop it, Reese. We can't take any more. Oh, my. Um, so that inspired me. Hearing that bit yesterday inspired me. Uh, I don't know if you, any of you have heard of the Opie and Anthony show. Uh, they were on for years, and then... Uh, uh, People started calling Anthony a racist, so they are on no more. Uh, but they had a brilliant bit called Jocktober that started um, when they noticed uh, rock stations across the country uh, would just in, in October call it Rocktober because it rhymed, basically. There was nothing more to it. Just the fact that it rhymed. One of our stations here does the same thing. Do they really do Rocktober um, on AAF? Pretty sure they, they do. Oh, boy. Well, sorry, guys. But uh, anyways, Rocktober, it's just 
it's a hack thing because it's like, hey, we found a syllable that rhymes with rock. <laughs> so let's just call it Rocktober. And then they do exactly what they do the other 11 months of the year and just play the same eight songs over and over again all day. Yeah. So Opie and Anthony noticed this, and uh, they decided to come up with a bit called Jocktober, where they find the hackiest uh, radio jocks across the country and just play bits from their show. And it devolved into something that was just like kind of just trolling on social media. That's kind of what it became, and I didn't love that about it. But at its core, what it was was calling out shows that do hack radio bits that are completely unoriginal and stolen and have been done a million times and have no thought put into them. So I thought to myself, one of the staples of these type of shows, a Jocktober type of show, was you know just a caller, say something quick, you laugh at it, and you go out. You go out on a break. <laughs> on top. You know, someone hits a home run. You can't top it. So you, 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 you fucking hit the post. Um, so I thought to myself, we... Because it kind of fits the the narrative of this show, we should bring Jocktober back. Um, I would like the permission of uh, one Sam Robert Sam Roberts, the curator of Jocktober. But uh, assuming I don't officially get that permission, I am fully admitting that I am stealing this bit from uh, Sam Roberts and the Opie and Anthony show. It's okay. Nothing's original. Everyone's done it's exactly. done it before. So so it's um, a fair game. So Jocktober. I, I would like to do it in the month of October. And what I need from you folks is, I have two shows in mind right now that I think think would fit the bill. Uh, what I need from you folks is any show, I think we'll include TV. You want to include TV in it? Yeah, why the hell not? I wouldn't mind making fun of uh, Get Up or any of those. So include TV. Um, hit us up on Twitter. Don't I sound cool saying that? I sound like one of the millennials? Yeah. I am a millennial. I forget that I am. <laughs> Dude. I forget that I'm that age. <laughs> I'm just an old fucking man. You're in your 20s. You're, I know. You're a millennial. <laughs> I forget about it. Um, hit us up on Twitter, at uh, BlindMike underscore and at Jared Dignan. Um, and tell us what shows you find to be just completely happy. Now, not guys you don't like. Don't tell me like, oh, Felger and Maz stink. I don't want to hear that. I want genuine hacks that are completely unoriginal. Uh, that don't do their own stuff and steal from people. That's what I would like to expose in uh, Jocktober. So if we get enough shows recommended, we would love to we'll do that. We would love to have you send us hacky things yes. and unoriginal stuff while we're doing something that's completely unoriginal. <laughs> yes. Wow. You know. You know what's sad is that it would have been funny if I presented it like that, and it it didn't even occur to me. That's what's really sad is that I. But I, at least I admitted I was stealing. Yeah, it's okay. No, we're, 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 <laughs> it didn't even occur to me we're fully that I was that taking we're a bit from someone else. But I, I consider this uh, paying homage rather than stealing. That's All how right. you get away with it. Yeah. You say, oh, I'm paying homage. I love those guys. You just admit you're – here's what you do, folks. Anyone that wants to get into broadcasting. If you admit you're stealing before you steal, it's not stealing anymore. You're borrowing it. You're bar- pa- yeah, you're, paying homage. Yeah, you're paying homage. <laughs> if you steal and then get caught, then you're stealing. Then there's nothing you can do. Then you're just – you're fucked. But you do what I do. You admit it first. A little lesson for the kids out there. Uh, so, yeah. Let us know on Twitter um, if there are any shows that you think fit that criteria. I will give them a listen. You know who I'm guessing is very hacky? There's a show called uh, uh, Dave and Chuck the Freak. That's actually syndicated, and it's 
awful. I'm I, see, I was get based on the name, I was guessing. Oh, it's terrible. So that's kind of what we're looking for. That level. A couple stations, a couple shows here that should probably be aware. Definitely one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so you know that that's that's what we're looking for. Uh, if you can send us those, maybe uh, so that I'm not officially stealing, we'll come up with a new name. But I'd rather call it Jocktober. Pay homage to Opie and Anthony. Um, and then you know the usual reminder that if you like the show, even if you listen on wei.com, I know you don't listen on the radio.com app because how could you? They wouldn't put it up there. So if you listen on uh, wei.com and you're looking for a way to support the show, uh, go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating, positive review. Say just the nicest things about us. And um, if you think I suck, tell me on Twitter. Save it for Twitter. The iTunes ratings, leave that for the, the, <laughs> the nice comments. And uh, that's pretty much it. Don't go home with hope, folks. You've been listening to Trash Talk with Blind Mike. Hear it again on WEEI.com, iTunes, and the Radio.com app. Tune in next week for another edition of Trash Talk, a presentation of WEEI.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 